Fort Wayne, Indiana, the fan. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Indianapolis Colts hit the road again this Sunday to take on the Cleveland Browns at First Energy Stadium. Both teams are smoking hot as they've each won three games in a row.
wanted to uh, make mention of that. Also, Fort uh, Wayne Comets are going to be starting their season, uh, as we know it right now, January 15th. Uh, part of the teams, it sounds like about a 62-game schedule, and uh, the conferences, uh, divisions are going to be winning percentage uh, instead of points because not everybody's going to be playing the same amount of games. Uh, Some teams are going to be playing a 72-game schedule. So there's a a 60-62-game schedule. So we'll be uh, uh, be talking in the coming weeks to uh, Mr. Michael Franke of the Fort Wayne Comets and uh, find out what's uh, the lowdown there on the comments. Also, uh, wanted to mention the passing of uh, a, a wonderful man, Mr. Raleigh Clements. Um, my goodness, uh, coach uh, and educator at Carroll High School for, for many, many years. Uh, also uh, assisted uh, at the University of St. Francis in the, uh, I believe, the women's basketball program. Uh, used to see Raleigh uh, quite often out there, and I know he was uh, he was a listener of the show because he would uh, message me uh, his uh, thoughts and comments quite a bit. Um, in fact, he did it as recently as I think May or June of this year when we were talking uh, about some things near and dear to his heart. So. Uh, uh, Rest in peace, Raleigh, and uh, to his family and to everybody that uh, that knew him and are affected by his passing. Our condolences here from Talking Sports. All right, Justin, week eight of the high school football season. Here we are. We, we finally have some clarity. Yes, we do. You know, um, but some of the athletic conference... I, I guess, yeah. That could, I mean, it, <laughs> it is still of the four, still has the most possibilities left heading into. Indeed, the final you've season. got Dwanger and Homestead, both with seven and one records, and uh, of course, Homestead head to head is his beat Bishop Dwanger uh, in, in triple overtime. But then, if you look at the conference standings, Bishop Dwanger by uh, by alphabetical. Uh, superiority, I guess, if you will. <laughs> if, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that be crazy if that was a tiebreaker? Tiebreaker is whoever's first in alphabetical order. Yeah. So, uh, but the Homestead Spartans uh, in the driver's seat, but they would have to uh, take care of uh, the Southside Archers next Friday night to claim. Well, not to claim, but to keep. Yeah. The coveted yeah. victory belt. It will. So. It will not be have to be painted. If anything, the victory belt. It can will not. Stay. Yes. The colors of Homestead. Indeed. So let's get to the scores from last night's game, starting with the Summit Athletic Conference in a dandy. It was Carroll beating Concordia 24-14. to And it wasn't, of course, now, uh, tight game early. Concordia, with, with their outstanding defense, mm-hmm. obviously showed it. Yes. You know, uh, this is... Um, the, this Carroll team, well, I think Jeff Becker had a touchdown pass last night to Cooper Rudolph. Yeah, just one. Just yeah. one. It was late in the game, kind of the, the sealed the win for Carroll. Yes. And, uh, you know, but um, it, it was just one of those cases. It was more of a defensive game 
that, uh, that that did the you know that was the highlight and the focal point of this contest last night. But uh, Carroll beats Concordia twenty four to fourteen. It was Bishop DeWanger beating Snyder seventeen to seven at Shields Field last night. Once again, the Saints seven and one overall. Snyder falls to four and four. But this is a team that has, has righted the ship, and uh, we, we didn't expect Snyder to have the manpower. And we, we talked about it on the pregame show, Justin, last night, that if there were going to be any intangibles, and, and my thought was if there was going to be anything that was going to tilt things in a certain direction, it was going to be the fact that Bishop DeWanger had so many kids out there that were veterans, Mm-hmm. There were seniors that had been through the grind of of long seasons, of postseasons, state championship seasons, and uh, in Snyder, with outstanding athletes, but young kids. Yeah, you know, a lot of sophomores and juniors are uh, are in skill positions for that Snyder team, and uh, their their day will come once again. Mm-hmm. And uh, but anyway, uh, an outstanding game, seventeen seven. Dwenger over Snyder. And this was a game that Snyder was leading uh, at the break, a 7-3. to three. So every single week we see Snyder get better and better and better and gave Bishop Dwenger a, a very tough matchup last night in terms of, uh, of, of being able to limit what Dwenger was able to do, particularly on the ground early in the first half. And uh, kudos to Snyder. They're, they're finding their way. Uh, defensively, Luke Hoppert is the future there at quarterback. Um, you see Tyrese Brown playing well in the backfield. The the wide receivers are coming along, which I think if you looked at that team and say the, the greatest deficiency for them uh, this season is the inexperience of wide receiver. But that's coming along, and, and they're stacked with talent. So I said next year. Be ready for Snyder, but but don't be surprised if if they get into that very competitive sectional three, and they match up against Homestead. And I know they lost it by thirty to him the first time, but I guarantee you that's a closer game the second time around. No doubt about it. Other scores from last night had Bishop Bluers beating Southside forty-one to twenty-seven. Carson Clark five more touchdown passes for him, and Sir Hale. All five foot seven inches of Mr. Hale, five touchdowns on the night for the Knights in that victory over the Southside Archers. Impressive offensive performance again from Bishop Lewis, finding their rhythm on uh, on offense the last several weeks, and 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 now heading to the sectional just in a couple weeks. Can Bishop DeWanger, or excuse me, Bishop Lewis, be a threat with the likes of of Eastside and Fairfield in that two A sectional? So watch out for the Knights as, as we. Always say, you know, th- you know, throw the record out for Bishop Lewis when they get into the postseason. But Eastside and, and Fairfield, really blue collar, tough physical teams. It will be good matchups if and when Lewis plays one or both of them. Northrop over Northside, twenty-eight to twenty-seven. Bit of a surprise here. I was going to say, did you see that coming? And the fact that on paper, Deuce Taylor didn't really. Fill up the stat sheet. Yeah, I think the two keys uh, for for Northrop last night were slow down Deuce, which is easier said than done, and then ride Demarius Cowan to a win, and they were able to do both. Cowan was able to get loose several times. Northside unable to contain their primary offensive weapon of the Bruins. That's a big win for Northrop. 
and Ho-Hum, those two teams will play each other in the opening round of that 5A sectional. Outstanding performances last night. Of course, you mentioned Demarius Cowan. He had 257 yards of rushing and uh, in touchdown runs of uh, 253 and 12. He now has 1,368 rushing yards on the season. On uh, the other sideline, Jay Swan Lambert of Northside, 159 yards rushing, 964 on the verge of a thousand yards rushing to go with deuces 300 yards average yeah. uh, passing per night uh you know well you know through eight weeks i'm not sure i, I couldn't see the stats um from last night on, right. on uh, deuce what he had through the air but um you know that's just just one of those things but i mean uh my gosh, Deuce was over uh, 2,100 yards passing coming into the game last yeah. night, which is a good two seasons for a lot of kids <laughs> right? that play I mean, high school football. You look at Northside now sitting at 3-5, and five, expectations were much higher, and the Achilles heel of that team continues to be that defense, just giving up too many points, putting the offense in too many difficult situations to overcome what goes on on the other side of the football, and that has cost Northside at least two, maybe even three wins. This year. Well, in a good defense can also, I mean, not only, uh, you know, with that, but you think about field position. Yeah. It gives the offense uh, with, with the short fields to operate on when you do shut down other teams and, and, and get other teams to commit penalties and, and get out of their game a little bit. You know, that's... Uh, that that's kind of the, the you know the the mo of some of the teams around here take advantage of opportunities have a stifling defense give your offense a, a short field to work with and you're going to score some points right and, and credit to Northrop's defense because they took that one point lead midway through that fourth quarter maybe a little about eight nine minutes to go and had to stop Northside's offense a couple times to prevent them from scoring and winning that football game so credit to the Bruins defensive unit coming up big the other score from the the Summit Athletic Conference last night had the Homestead Spartans over the Wayne Generals by a score of 42 to 12. Evan Ormsby, ho hum, just five more touchdown passes to four different receivers. Uh, found Mr. Kistler twice, but uh, everybody everybody else was individually uh, targeted that way. Um, Chris Thomas had 79 yards for the Generals last evening, giving him over 1,000 yards rushing, 1,034 and counting for Mr. Thomas in that one. But Homestead, uh, not a hiccup. I mean, they, they you know after the big win over the Carroll Chargers last week, they said, okay, now you've got Wayne and Southside in order to keep the victory bell. Okay, here we are. And uh, dispatched the Generals 42 to 12 in that one and congratulations to Braden Hardwick then has a big night and 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 for Homestead you know the, the, the big story last night with Wayne of course was Sherwood Haydock being ejected for for what we heard was was arguing um I talked to Coach Haydock last night. He gave me his side of the story. said, you know, he was not warned multiple times. Um, the official in question uh, was very, he said, this is a Coach Haydock, very nitpicky on the sidelines in the first half for Wayne. Um, the When the ejection happened, Coach Haydock was having a spirited conversation with an official. Coach Haydock said he wasn't arguing a call because mm-hmm. it was, a, 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 I think, a hold or a block in the back that brought back a long kickoff return. And that when the game was close in the first half. And uh, and the second official came up and immediately ejected Coach Haydock. 
while he was having a conversation with another official. So Haydock felt it was it was unfair. Uh, we haven't or won't hear both sides of the story, of course. But, um, you know, Coach Haydock said, I, I at least want to set the record straight. You know, over 300-some career games, he's never been th- – he, he's only been thrown out once. He's like, I, I don't want to make it sound like I was a maniac on the sidelines and got and got ejected. So that was the conversation I had last night with Coach Haydock. Tell you what, let's go ahead. Let's step out, take our first break of the uh, morning. And what we will do, uh, we'll hit the text line when we come back. Had a text that came in uh, in our first segment that we will address when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. It's time to rethink your limits, and OPS is here to help you do it. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the new standard in sports medicine and sports performance. Unfortunately, injuries are just a part of the game and can happen to anyone. The professionals at OPS work together to get you back in action and performing at your very best. From certified athletic trainers to fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, physical therapists, and sports performance coaches, your athlete will receive the same continuum of care as the professional. Professionals do. Wanting to take your game to the next level? OPS offers performance classes six days a week at the newly renovated Ash Center. OPS athletes can experience real measurable results in speed, strength, and agility without increasing their risk of injury. The certified trainers at OPS use scientific methods to help you get the most out of your body. Mention this ad and you will receive one free month of training. Visit OptimumPerformanceSports.com to learn more and to start your free month today. The Indianapolis Colts hit the road again this Sunday to take on the Cleveland Browns at First Energy Stadium. Both teams are smoking hot as they've each won three games in a row. Join me, Matt Taylor, Rick Venturi, and Lara Overton on Sunday for countdown to kickoff beginning at 3.30, followed by game action at 4.25. The Colts' top-ranked defense will try to slow down Baker Mayfield and the Browns, who have scored over 30 points in three straight games. Don't miss a minute of the action on Sunday right here on the Bell Tire Radio Network. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. You know when you got to be somewhere, it's like really urgent. You don't want to do it over the phone. Some things just can't be said with an LOL or an OMG. Some things just need to be done IRL. So you get in your Nissan Altima and drive. Feel the VC turbo engine instantly react to give you more power and efficiency. So you can get where you need to go. Eric, what are you doing here? Like. Huh? Your social post. I liked it. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, there's a button for that, right? I do. The Nissan Altima, now offering the most tech-advanced engine in its class. This is tech that helps you be there. This is Nissan Intelligent Mobility. Auto Pacific Segmentation. 2020 Ultima Platinum versus latest in-market competitors in the premium midsize class. Available feature. World's first production variable compression turbo engine launched by Nissan Motor Company Limited in 2018. Champions are made in October, and BetMGM Sports is giving new customers a chance to win $100 in free bets when they place a $1 bet on the Notre Dame game. And if Notre Dame scores a touchdown, you win. And use bonus code DC100. 
All you have to do is sign up and make your first wager to take advantage of this offer. With the basketball and baseball seasons coming to exciting conclusions, there's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM Sports is the king of sportsbooks. Go all in on the action with parlay bonus payouts, boosted odds specials, daily promotions, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code DC100 to win $100 in free bets when you wager $1 on the Notre Dame game. And if Notre Dame scores a touchdown, you win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports. That's Justin Kenny. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. And before we get to the uh, text line and the rest of the scores, uh, I want to tell you about our friends at Culligan. Once again, they've got this great peace of mind offer. They've got a water softener inspection that they will do $29.95. It's a very small investment for a lot of peace of mind for your water system in your home, your investment. $29.95. They'll come out. They'll check out your water softener. It doesn't have to be a Culligan. It can be any make or model. They'll come out. They'll check it for proper uh, operation. They will make sure that it's regenerating when it should be. And usually it's like on a Tuesday at 1.30 in the morning when they regenerate. You know, they're making sure that that happens. Do you know if your water softener is working or not? You can't tell. You don't have any uh, little alarms or charts or anything like that that tells you. They know. They'll also run a little water test and make sure that the water softener is working up to standards and capabilities. So it believe me, you, if your water softener goes bad and you don't know it, you're doing damage to your waterborne appliances, your dishwasher, your water heater, your washing machine, because you don't want to run bad water, hard water uh, with scales and deposits and buildup in those lines. No, because that cuts the life of those things. Call Culligan today, 484-8668. 484-8668. Culligan of Fort Wayne. Give your people Culligan water. All right, Justin. Uh, we had a text that came in in the first segment that says, why is officiating so bad this year? Is it just me? And, you know, and we've talked about it. This has been a subject that that you have heard at uh, stadiums uh, this year, more so than, than in the past, about people complaining about officiating. I've heard it. I've seen it. And there again... What can you do? I know there there's a shortage of officials, mm-hmm. uh, which makes them take everybody, right? So maybe there are some p- officials that, in a perfect world, when there was a lot of officials, they wouldn't be assigned too many games. They'd be doing JV games or freshman games, right? right. And there could be people that are becoming officials because of the supplemental income that it offers instead of having a passion for the sport. And wanting yeah. to go out and be part of that. Right. And, so, and if it's someone who loves football, get involved. Right. Get involved, take the test, get the exam done, and be a licensed official. 
if everybody who complained about officials was proactive instead of just whining about it from the stands or over a text or social media, then maybe the quality of officials would be better. Um, I have been watching football in in Indiana and Fort Wayne area for 25 years, and I cannot sit there and say that the officiating is any worse than I've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just the perspective that you have out there. But like I said, they're desperate for officials. Everybody who signs up to be an official and passes that test, and trust me, you don't need 100% to, to pass that test. Correct. Uh, it becomes an official. And in a perfect world, the, the schedulers would put some of the, the less talented or less experienced officials on lower-tier games. But they don't have the, uh, the, the ability to do that because they're desperate for anybody. So shut and, up and sign up. And, and a lot of these crews that you see officiating are crews that stick together and work together and have some chemistry. Uh, it, if you get the crews that have been together a long time, that's a bonus. Yeah, you know, and, but, but there, there are a lot of the, they're, they're, I don't want to say they're begging, but they're, they're really uh, hoping to uh, attract more officiating prospects that, once again, love the game, study the game, and and yeah. want to be part of the game. You know, I was thinking about this the other day too because people were complaining about umpiring in the baseball playoffs. And it's not, you know, the umpires officiating and officials go into a game just like anybody else. They go in wanting to have their best game ever. They don't want to miss one call. And if they do, okay, you deal with it from there. It's just like anybody else. You you go out onto a, onto a baseball diamond. You don't want to make an error. You want to throw that perfect game. You want to have that perfect game. You ever going to have it? Probably not. But you're going to strive for that. And that's what officiating crews do. They don't come over there and say, well, that's my buddy on that sideline. I can't stand this guy on this sideline. Yeah, guess who's winning tonight? No, that does not happen. That's not part of it. Despite what some people think. So that's where, yeah, you know, that's that's the big misconception is that the the officials play favorites with teams. You can say till you're blue in the face that the baloney. That's what happens, right? But no, they are trying to do their best job, or they won't be officiating if they get reviewed and come back with a bad review, or they won't get postseason games. Where you know you can you can achieve a, a higher status in in your profession right. that way of officiating, but my goodness, no, that's not. It's they want to have as good a game as possible. They don't want to miss a call. Yeah, I, look, we know there are bad officials out there. Even officials have told us some people that are bad officials, right? But uh, you know, uh, uh, it, you know, what's more likely here? Uh, the bias that a, a, an officiating crew has or the bias of a person in the stands rooting for a particular team? You tell me. If people were as passionate about complaining about officials uh, in other aspects of their life, then maybe this world would be a better place. Put your energy and effort into more important things than high school athletics. Exactly. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text Line 46862 I usually uh, talk about officiating just until that one vein in Justin's <laughs> neck starts to stick out and then it's I just think a I tired subject on. I mean come I on just people. better move on because yeah that uh, 
But it's it's kind of fun to watch them get amped up. (laughs) So, once again, 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. On to the Northeast 8 Conference. Games last night, Friday, October 9th. DeKalb scored 20 points in the first half, 20 points in the second half, and route to a 40. 13 victory over the Belmont Braves. That's the Barons' first win this season, and uh, Belmont's still looking for that elusive first victory. In a game at John Young Field last night in New Haven, Indiana, it was the East Noble Knights over the Bulldogs by a score of 24 to 13. Justin, is East Noble getting healthy at the right time? Yeah, they are. I mean, getting Ryland, uh, Rowan Zolman back, I was thinking Ryland Crawford, but Rowan Zolman back is huge for them. Uh, great two-way we'll player. We'll talk about Ryland next. Yes, we will. So, uh, Rowan, I think, had a couple touchdown passes yesterday. Is a great defensive back, which is his primary position. So, yeah, a get-right couple weeks for East Noble. They beat Columbia City last week. They beat uh, New Haven this week. So, uh, trajectory pointing up and, and in a ultra competitive sectional uh, the sectional that they're in in class 4a they're gonna have to be on top of their game seems like they're reaching that point right now indeed it was leo over columbia city in the masters heating and cooling high school football game of the week right here on 1380 the van 100.9 fm brett rump shannon griffith had the call of this one from columbia city and uh, leo's outstanding defense well, they did it again. They did it again. Shut down Columbia City to just seven points. You know, a pivotal moment in this game, you know, Columbia City drives down the field to tie it late in the first half, a 7-7. Then uh, the opening kick or the ensuing kickoff caroms off a, a, pl- a leg of, of a Leo player. Columbia City re- recovers less than a minute to go inside the 20. They try to score. It ended up being intercepted in the end zone by Ryland Crawford, his second pick of the game. And uh, after the break, it was all Leo. They came down, got a three and out, went down and scored, got another three and out, went down and scored again. So uh, Leo firmly in control of the Northeast State. They've clinched at least a share of it. If they lose next week and Norwell wins, they'll share it with the Knights. But Leo in a good spot playing DeKalb next week. Yeah, and and I... I spoke to somebody that's been around the Leo program for for several years, um, like I said earlier this week, and what you just described, you know, three and out, then they went down and scored. You know, the three and out went down and scored. But the went down and scored took a little longer than that, didn't it? And that's the one mark of the Leo Lions is that they will not got the ball, the other team can't score, and that's something that is also helpful to the defense when your time of possession is lopsided. Now, I wasn't at the game, so I don't know exactly, uh, you know, how that all played out either, but, you know, from from there again, from uh, what I heard, uh, you know, from the broadcast, etc., that that's the mo of the Leah Lions and um, and they they do it very well. Yeah, they do. You know, it, you know, Columbia City did a good job of limiting Caden Miller, who's Leo's re- leading rusher, held him to 22 yards on seven carries. So Leo just switched it up and gave the ball more to Ethan Crawford. Uh, not related, Ethan and Ryland. One a junior, one a sophomore. But in that T formation that Leo likes to to run, and then uh, does a little um, you know option game out of it, or uh, you know kind of a wishbone even. 
Um, they were able to get the ball in misdirections to Ethan Crawford, who was able to carve up some yards, went over 100 yards. Jackson Barber made some throws when he needed to, finding Ryland Crawford. I think all four of his completions went to Ryland, including two touchdowns. So it, it's not pretty. You, you don't go away being wowed by Leo. But Coach Jared Souter is perfectly fine with that. He's like, you know, we're going to win games the way we win games, and it's not going to be flashy. It's not going to be sexy. But here they are in control in the Northeast State. And something I found out at OutsideTheHuddle.net about Leo and the Crawfords. Yes. Ryland Crawford, Ethan Crawford aren't related. No, you think you know, one's a junior, one's a sophomore, same last name. You know, of course, they're brothers. They are not brothers. They're not even related. And you find that out at OutsideTheHuddle.net. Hmm. Norwell over Huntington North 30. To 14, Norwell once, you know, all, all season. Their only defeat was 17 to nothing at the hands of the yeah. Lions. And, we, and, we, and they have, you know, and who's got, as of right now, and obviously it was 17 nothing Leo over Norwell in their game they played, but right now, who has the better defense? Because they're both, I mean, statistically, uh, as far as points given up, you know, overall in eight games, the Knights have given up 63 points, the Lions 62. Yeah. And in uh, in conference games, you know, it, it Leo's given up 28 over six contests and, and 56 for Norwell. But, I mean, these are two outstanding defenses. But, you know, if, if it comes down to it, and obviously we've had our, our matchup already, but my goodness, you know. Who you know? Who do you take? If you got to take a defense, who do you take? Because between these two, it's difficult. I, I'd still give the edge to Leo, but of course that get, trends toward the disrespect that that I think we've given Norwell all year. It's just kind of been an afterthought. Yet here they are, right? There's uh, seven and one, looking really good, and that's going to be a fascinating sectional that they're in. Concordia at the bottom part of that bracket, mm-hmm. and Norwell. Uh, or I think Concordia's at the top, Norwell's at the bottom, so they won't meet until the sectional final. Strength on strength, two really good defenses, and uh, hopefully we get that matchup for a sectional championship. It'll be a good one. Moving on to the ACAC from last night. It was Bluffton over Prairie Heights, 64-13. to Hayden Nern, six touchdown passes. Not too bad. Broke a couple program records last night. Completions uh, for a career and total yards for a career. As I'm uh, scrolling through my phone to find it. Last night, it was uh, completions now 231 for Hayden Nern. Total career yards, 3,311. Broke the record held by Ben Karras of Bluffton back in 84 to 86. So that's a long time for a couple of those records to fall. Congratulations to Mr. Nern. Other scores had LaPel over Jay County, 42 to 15 in South Adams. Behind Christian Summerstadt's four touchdowns, beat Woodland 61 to 6. And uh, South Adams, um, yeah, they're not not missing a beat right now. No, not at all. they're getting healthy, too. I think um, they lost one offensive lineman for the year, but they're they're getting a couple other guys back in the next couple weeks. As of right now, they do not have a Week 9 game. I know the discussion in South Adams, too, with Coach Mosier, he'd like to play a team, but he maybe it's a, it's a get-rested type 
week. I think he was kind of hinging on the sectional draw. If he had a tough game out the gate, mm-hmm. he would like to play a week nine game. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily the case. So maybe South Adams after last night, they look and say, hey, we need another game. Or if they feel, hey, let's just use this off week as a get right week and get uh, get prepped for the postseason. Not sure. But South Adams, congratulations, champions of the ACAC. We'll see if they can make it three straight next year. But Adam Central's coming for him. Yeah, and it, you know, you talked about the, uh, the the schedule, and there's only two games in the ACAC, uh, and it's not they're not even conference game. But Adam Central of Woodlands an ACAC conference game, but then uh, Bluffton hosts Lakeland, yeah, uh, from the northeast corner. But uh, yeah, other teams uh, off next week, and of course, Adam Central and Heritage uh, not able to play last night in their games uh, due to COVID. So that's why Bluffton was able to uh, book Prairie High because yep. Bluffton was supposed to play Adam Central and that was supposed to be a game right and uh, so and then uh, uh, Heritage was supposed to meet Prairie Heights and uh, neither one of those were able to do so the two left standing met and it was Bluffton prevailing in that one so you know there we have it but uh, let's go ahead and step out take a break and then uh, got another text that came in regarding Officiating. We'll do that uh, when we just return. You're listening to Talkin' Sports. Trying to kill me here. Yeah, well, I think you'll like this one. Yeah, yeah. you're listening to Talkin' Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan 100.9 FM. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Are you currently working with an insurance agent who represents a single company? If so, you're obviously limited to the products and rates that company has to offer. If I've just described your situation, you need to talk with the experts at Hoopy Insurance Services. Hoopy Insurance Services is an independent agency. That means they work with a number of top-notch companies so they can find you the very best coverage for your specific situation at the very best price. Insurance is important. You need a partner who understands the industry and the coverages that are available and a partner who will be there when you need help. In Fort Wayne, that partner is locally owned Hoopy Insurance Services. They've been taking care of your friends and neighbors for decades, and they can do the same for you. So call today at 486-7488. That's 486-7488. Or check them out on the web at Hoopy, H-U-P-E-Insurance.com. Hoopy Insurance, their family serving your family for over 35 years. 
Place your sports bets at BetRivers.com. You'll find a massive number of basketball betting options, bet point spreads, money lines, and game totals directly from your mobile device. Use one of our 12 easy deposit methods to get in on the action. And when you win, we pay fast. We pride ourselves on our quick and easy payouts. Sign up now. We'll match your first deposit up to $250. More bets, more action, more fun. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 1-800-994-8448. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply. All right, we're talking about week eight of the high school football season. And uh, a text came in about uh, officiating. And uh, we, we've been uh, in between scores uh, talking a little bit about that. Uh, our buddy Kenny Barr weighed in, too. He's uh, in agreement with us. Um, and, uh, it, yeah, it's... Uh, well, we're we're uh, we're fans of the officials. Uh, I'm just not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna belabor that. Uh, what they do is a job that is not easy. It's very rewarding when done well. It's like any other sport or any other profession. You want to be the best you can possibly be. You're not always going to have that perfect game every single night, but you're going to try. Uh, so. Uh, we had a text that came in on the Automotive Color and Supply text line of 46862 that says, T.S., guaranteed that guy's team lost last night who said the officiating is bad in Fort Wayne. Officials still undefeated, and we don't care who wins the game. Thanks. And that was from Al Bundy. So, <laughs> but, I uh, know who Al Bundy or is. Or thanks, Al Bundy. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I just, you know, no official's ever going to tell you that they have a perfect game they'll admit that they make mistakes right but in the end it's 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 amateur sports it's high school sports i mean in the end who, who it doesn't really matter and no it doesn't you know if 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 we could blame officials for uh for for uh losses if if the the officiating crews didn't cost teams wins i'm pretty sure everybody in the area would be undefeated if you listen sure. to some people or most people in the stands, uh, apparently every time a team loses to some people or every time their team loses or the majority of the time their team loses, it's because they got screwed over by the officials. Speaking of that, another text just came in. Uh-oh. Automotive Color and Supply text line. It says, T.S., ask Snyder Coach Tipman if any officials played favorites last night. I don't know. Um, but I'm not going to I'm not gonna play that game. I, Again. I, just, I don't. I don't play that game, guys. It's just... It, 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 look introspectively and and f- just look at your efforts into this and, and how much it's in, it's taking over your experience on Friday night. Is it worth it? Calm down. Enjoy the purity of high school football and quit complaining all the time. Quit complaining. It's it's There's more important things out there. Put your energy and effort into something more worthwhile instead of amateur athletics. There's that vein in Justin Here it comes. Again, See, so when, I go go doctor, scores, uh, <laughs> when I go to my doctor and they're going to say, you know, we're trying to find the common theme here on why your blood pressure is up. And I'll say, Jim Shovelin. <laughs> A lot of people say that, <laughs> uh, even in my own house. Uh, scores from last night around the North. 
Northeast Corner Conference. Angola over Garrett, 42-7. to Tucker Hasselman had uh, five touchdowns for the Hornets as uh, Angola. Three and one in conference play, five and one overall gets a big division win there. As we told you a little bit earlier, Bluffton beat Prairie Heights sixty-four to thirteen. It was Cherubusco beating winless West Noble twenty-nine to six. Cherubusco, their first game back after having canceled last week's game uh, due to the the tragedy uh, at, at the school. There, uh, it was Eastside beating Central Noble handily. 42 to 7. Laban Davis doing his thing again, Justin. And, um, same old, same old. Exactly. Uh, now Eastside, uh, the top uh, team in the small division, 3 and 0 in conference play, 7 and 1 overall. The final game of the night, Fairfield blanks Lakeland, 42 to nothing. Fairfield perfect, 7 and 0 overall, 4 and 0 in conference play. Uh, and as as you said, Fairfield, one of your favorite teams. It is. Uh, and favorite stories of of the high school football season this year. So, uh, you know, there we go. Those are the scores from last night. And uh, if you have any comments uh, about the games, <laughs> 4686. About the, the games, not the officiating. Text line. Christ. Yeah. The, uh, the, the officiating. Uh, the, like it's, you know, hey, it's like anything else. You know, if you have a collection of people, there's going to be the best and there's going to be the worst. Yeah, and, and it feeds off it. You know, it's amazing to me that every block in the back and hold is a wrong call. Like every single person in the crowd is watching something other than where the ball is. I'm amazed by the amount of people that don't watch where the football is and are watching everybody's blocks. You know what I mean? And it was again. I heard it last night out of the game I was at. It's just, it's amazing. Nobody watches the football anymore. Everybody's just watching blockers, apparently. But you know, they're all experts. They know what they're doing. They know what they're talking about. Okay, there's that pain again. Just um, <sighs> show them once again. Four, <laughs> four six eight six two automotive color and supply text line. And uh, of course, the the sectional pairings uh, came out. A little bit earlier this week, a little different form. Usually on a Sunday, it came out yeah, Thursday. On a Thursday evening, right during the coaches' show. I'm trying to talk to Co- But uh, we got um, some interesting sections. I mean, people always debate, you know, we wish it was seeded, but a fair amount of area sectionals couldn't have been drawn much better in terms of separating the best teams. I'll tell you, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be uh, interesting uh, seeing this all unfold. And. Um, you know, we will uh, well, t- tell you what, let's uh, why don't we take a quick break and then let's come back we and let's do run down quickly uh, some of the sectional pairings that uh, we th- uh, think have some intrigue to them. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan 100.9 FM. Here from Monday Night Football on Westwood One. Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner now have the call from New Orleans when the Los Angeles Chargers take on the Saints. It's a matchup of the Chargers' impressive rookie quarterback Justin Herbert taking on the 20 year veteran Drew Brees. Join us for all the action and hear the NFL all season long from Westwood One on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. And now a thought from Barry Zeckelman, chairman and CEO of Zeckelman Industries, who invites you to help this country make it here. 
Dear America, let's manufacture a better future. Let's get back to looking for made in America on the things we buy. Let's bring back domestic manufacturing. Let's build the factories, warehouses, and businesses that build community. Might jumpstart the career of a recent grad. Provides the family down the street with a decent paycheck and real benefits, the kind that benefit us all. Let's give our economy a shot in the arm. Let's make it here. Let's make it made in America. Zickelman Industries is a family-owned, 100% domestic manufacturing company. Makers of innovative steel structures and products that lets the water flow, keeps the lights on, and helps builders build. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you think about bringing back domestic manufacturing to this country. Get involved at Zeckelman.com. With so many roofing companies in the area, it's tough to be sure you're partnering with the right business to get the job done. Alliance Exteriors is here to make the decision easier for you. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal roofing, shingle roofing, and more. They promise to take care of you for life. From the time a team member arrives at your door to years after your job is completed with a lifetime warranty. Looking to complete that roofing job you've been considering for months before winter hits? Call Alliance Exteriors today at 908-5465. Check out their Facebook or visit their website at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free no-pressure estimate. All estimates come with an exclusive 10-point inspection, a $129 value for free. Plus, take advantage of $2,500 off your new metal roof for a limited time only. That's $2,500 off the last roof you'll ever put on your home. Don't forget to ask about their first responder discount. Start the process with Alliance Exteriors, your partners for life. Get Fort Wayne's greatest deals delivered to your phone and email. Subscribe to the My Deals Fort Wayne text and email clubs for alerts on when the best new deals go on sale. Just text the word DEALS to 46862 to join the My Deals Fort Wayne text club. That's DEALS to 46862. Or you can sign up for our emails at MyDealsFortWayne.com. Never miss a great deal again. Join the My Deals Fort Wayne text and email clubs and shop MyDealsFortWayne.com today. Now back to Talking Sports. With Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. I'm just going to let this roll for a little bit. Diane, if you're listening, you'll understand. I don't know why I played this. You know, I can sit I and binge watch this show. It's I know. Pluto. It is. Okay. That's what I found out yesterday. It's a, it's like a 24-hour all-cops. <laughs> My no, it's it's like the same 13 episodes that loop, but yeah, I don't is care. It, I, 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 I miss don't it. Care. You know, and uh, oh my goodness, I yeah. Mean, cops. I mean, uh, what was the show on A and E that I watched? Uh, Live PD was great. Well, that it, one, both of them got kids. The Pluto TV is probably one of my favorites, and in, in just some of the. Uh, uh, I mean, Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Yes, the uh, All American Gladiator Station. Okay, 24 just, hours of American Gladiators. That's just there. Your veins pumping out again. Seriously. See, yeah. this is what we talk about. We're channeling your energy to worthwhile things. Four, 24 hours of cops. 24 hours of American Gladiators. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line is we are going off the rails this morning. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Got some texts that came in. One text says, uh, uh, what do you think Norwell's chance of winning their sectional? And we will get to that 3A sectional in just a moment. And. Uh, uh, also had a text that came in that says, T.S., we got hosed by the referees 72 games in a row. <laughs> Signed the Elmhurst football program. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. And, and this, this, this 
texture the text in it is his text in multiple times already this morning that was that was exceptional that was that was exceptional <laughs> keep them coming keep them coming so okay sectional three in class six a carol at warsaw uh both teams six and two and then uh snyder at homestead and you talked about that a little bit ago you know can snyder uh the up-and-coming snyder panthers uh, not the same snyder panthers perhaps that the spartans saw a little bit earlier who knows but i mean i'm, I'm telling you um We'll, we'll see. Yeah. But, uh, if, if you're Carroll. still will not look past the Panthers. Exactly. But And Carroll best not look past Warsaw. Carroll wants a rematch against Homestead if they can get it in the sectional final. Warsaw uh, got their second loss last night, but Bart Curtis, Bart Ball, it's dangerous. Carroll going up there. Be careful. Watch that game. In Class 5A, sectional 11, Northrop at Northside. Bruins four and four, Northside three and five. Now this uh, this is going to be a, a rematch from last night that was twenty eight twenty seven. So uh, you know this this could be and 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 they for, for whatever uh, uh, means or manner uh, they. You know they held Deuce Taylor somewhat in check. Yeah, uh, can they do it two two times in a row playing them? That's the question. So Coach, Coach Brevard, Brevard of of Northside, he's going to be stressing to his kids. Look, we get another shot in yes. two weeks, uh, three weeks to to against Northrop. So uh, round two coming, and then a potential round two with either Northrop and Dewanger or Northside and Dewanger. Dewanger gets one with Anderson. To start. Yeah, and and it's all just a, a means of survival at this point in time. Uh, class four A sectional nineteen. Columbia City at East Noble. The Eagles uh, of Columbia City six and two. East Noble five and three. Could that could be a good one uh, as, as we come out of the shoot? Angola at DeKalb five and one. Angola one and four. DeKalb. Leo at Northridge. This one's wow, interesting. Ouch. Yeah. When you look at a stack sectional 19, it's impossible to get a quote-unquote good draw. But if you want to talk about a team that got a bad draw, it's Leo because. They have to start off at Northridge to start this sectional off. So we're talking about uh, a potential sectional championship game that could have been one. But uh, not saying that Leo is in danger of losing, but Northridge has a very good defense like Leo. They don't score a lot of points, but they grind it out offensively like Leo. So this is a difficult matchup for the Lions to go on the road in round one. And we have two and six Wallace C at three and three Northwood uh, to round out sectional 19. Over in sectional 20, Five and three, Marion head to four and four, Mississinawa. And then it's New Haven at Southside. Bulldogs four and four, Archers one and seven. Huntington North plays at Wayne. Huntington North three and five, Wayne one and seven. And then Jay County uh, is going to be fed to Delta. Uh, <laughs> Jay County 0 and 8 on the season, Delta 6 and 1. Yeah, Delta the class of this sectional. You know, Southside, keep an eye on it. They surprised a good Leo team a couple years ago handily. So they get another shot at a solid Northeast 8 squad at home in the opener in that one. Over in Class 3A, Sectional 26, Lakeland at Mishawaka Marion. Uh, two and six, Lakeland, Mishawaka Marion, I believe six and two. These. Yeah, they're good. I mean, they're six and oh, Mishawaka Marion is. Okay. Because they were supposed to play already. Elkhart last night in what was a battle of six and oh teams, uh, but that got postponed. South Bend, Washington, two and six, heads to Tip Valley, six and two. And then Jimtown. Four and three on the season goes to Garrett to play the Railroaders two and five. And then uh, Glenn 
Four and four goes to winless West Noble. Over in sectional 27, and here's the one the texter was asking about the Norwell chances in the sectional. Concordia heads to Peru, and this is going to be a dandy because Concordia four and four in that oh-so-tough SAC going up against a six and two Peru team. But if they face the competition that the cadets have. No, and we've seen in previous years good Peru teams just get obliterated in the postseason by Concordia, even last year, a 50-point win for Concordia. So as good as the record looks for Peru, they can't match up with Concordia in round one. I see Concordia and Norwell meeting in the championship. And the way Norwell playing, anything is possible for sure. Oak Hill 5-3 takes on 0-6 Belmont. Then it's 0-8 Northwestern at 3-3 McConaughey. 2-5 Heritage heads to the courtyard in Ossian to play the Norwell Knights. Norwell 7-1 thus far. So... Uh, to answer the question, yeah, they got a great. They team. got a great shot, and they got a good path too. I mean, they don't have to go through Peru. Oak Hill is decent, so Concordia definitely got the short end of the stick in that sectional. Norwell should be able, should, to breeze into the final. Class two A sectional thirty five one and seven Woodland at zero and eight Prairie Heights. Go Ooh, Warriors! Strap up, folks. Be a big one, and then. You've got Bluffton and Eastside going at it. Both teams 7-1. Yeah. and one. The premier game, I think, in the opening week of the postseason, Eastside going to Bluffton. I think Bluffton could have used that game yesterday against Adam Central to gauge where they're at to prepare for Eastside. But uh, Coach Kunk's going to have to have his team ready to play against the Blazers. Yeah, but just thank goodness Bluffton was able to get a game. Yeah, definitely. It, better to play a game even against an inferior opponent than no game. Whitco at Bishop Lures. Whitco four and four. Lures three and five. Once again, it's that SAC mentality. Yep. though. I, I like Lures here. And then you look Central Noble at Fairfield. The other bottom game in that sectional is Fairfield and Bishop. Is Fairfield up to the caliber to beat a Bishop Lures team that is peaking at the right time? In Class One A sectional forty three, Tri Central at Westell six and two, Tri Central. Uh, Westell's three and five. Then Madison Grant has the first round bye. They will visit the Tri Central Westell winner. Madison Grant two and four on the season thus far. Union City is at South Adams. Union City comes in three and four, and as we all know, South Adams under Grant Mosier undefeated at eight and zero. Oh. And then we've got Monroe Central five and one at Taylor one and seven. And uh, Monroe Central was their only loss to. To South Adams. South Adams. I think they may have one other loss on the season, not entirely sure. But, yeah, it's a, it's a solid Monroe Central team. But this field um, is significantly weaker than than South Adams. So South Adams, if they show out for three straight weeks, they'll win this sectional. The key for Grant Mosier is to keep that edge sharpened through the sectional to be ready for a regional matchup against either an Adams Central or undefeated Southwood. Or a Southwood, yeah. Yes. And, and we're getting to sectional 44 right now. Adams Central takes on uh, Fremont at Fremont. Uh, Fremont 2 and 3. Adams Central 5 and 2. Busco 4 and 2 at Triton to play the Trojans 3 and 4. Uh, so they'll travel to Bourbon, Indiana to do that down US 30. 1 and 7. North Miami at 2 and 6. Caston. And then the bottom of the bracket, 5 and 3. Northfield picks up 
8-0 and Southwood, and that's kind of a neighborhood game. Those, those yeah. schools aren't very far apart at all. And, yeah, Wabash County, you know, two schools that uh, a lot of consolidation rumors abound over the last several years with those two schools being consolidated into Wabash proper. So a good matchup off the field with, with drama regarding those schools and then uh, on the field, too. But Southwood, I think, is the favorite in this sectional. Adam Central is going to have something to say about it in that sectional final, though. Well, we got about uh, two minutes left in the show. If you want to uh, text in about officiating, uh, do so uh, <laughs> before we close it out. And uh, then we'll get Justin's heart rate right yeah, back well, to where it should be. Where's yeah. the paper bag I can breathe in? I'll tell you what. Yeah. I have to have that on standby. i got to get fired up. i got to go to my grandson Maddox's uh, soccer game. Today. Oh, see, yeah. you can complain to the officials. Yeah, that, boy, I'm going to be eagle-eyeing that, the, those officials, I'm telling you. Can I get so. a picture of Jim Shovlin getting a red card? <laughs> Please. And why do you need to? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's going to do it for Talking Sports for Saturday, October 10th. Uh, thank you for all the texts that came in. We love the interaction. And uh, thanks to you for tuning in each and every week. And once again, rest in peace, Mr. Raleigh Clements. Uh, we love you. We miss you. And uh, thank you for uh, gracing our lives uh, in the manner in which you did. That's going to do it. Until next week, have a great week, everybody. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Here is Greg Thomas with your latest Mortgage Minute, where you can gain an edge on your next mortgage. For all the people trying to buy a house this year, if you haven't noticed, there aren't very many around. So that makes it very competitive. So how do you become a competitive buyer in this market? First step, stop and take a breath. Find the value in being prepared to make a purchase on a home. Have your income docs been reviewed. Assets like your bank statements, your down payment. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.